I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another fun episode of Grow Your Occupancy. I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder, and today I'm delighted to speak with my friend and colleague in the senior living space, Matt Reiners with Eversound, co-founder and uh, chief uh, something, but most importantly, uh, co-parent and creator of Miss Adelaide, who is our special guest today. Welcome, Adelaide. Can you say thank you? It's awesome to be here. <laughs> nope, we're not leaving yet, but uh, thanks so much, Julie. It's great to be back on the Grill Your Occupancy podcast. So Julie, we just did something pretty cool. I remember sitting in a car with you in Uber uh, where I forget which conference it was, but it was about a 40 minute ride and we we're kind of going back and forth. And I was, you know, basically trying to sell you on Eversound and, uh, you know, was sharing all this anecdotal evidence we had of using Eversound in the, in the tour process. And you had, you know, brought up this idea of a case study uh, which we just completed, um, and it was really cool to see. And I, I'm from from your point of view, you know, when you kind of do case studies, is there a certain way you're thinking about it, or like, because I imagine you're getting hit up all the time from people. But when you're thinking about case studies, like, what are you trying to show in it? Well, first of all, you didn't have to sell me on Eversound. I'm already sold. I, uh, from the very first time that I tried it, and we were at a, I think a different conference at that time. It was in a, a big room. It was quite loud. We were at the same table, but across the table from each other. And you put the earphones on me and I could hear you crystal clear. So I'm already sold. Plus, uh, I know the impact that Eversound is making on our residents, families, uh, and team members, certainly throughout the business, throughout the industry. But what I look at, uh, Matt, from a kind of, uh, you know, an impact perspective from the sales and marketing standpoint is, is just that. What impact is it going to make? Not do I think it's great or do I think it might be beneficial, but you know, of course that might open the door, but it really looks, I look at, okay, what are we trying to improve? Or what are we trying to impact? And through our conversations, thinking about uh, the sales on the sales side, specifically removing any barriers around uh, an individual or individuals coming in for a visit, experiencing the community, um, both from a um, perspective of I'm, I'm I don't hear well or at all. I, I may be self-conscious of that, or maybe I won't enjoy it, or maybe it's just too much for me. So removing that barrier uh, and or bringing it down a bit, and as well as uh, for those who might, you know, be coming in already, offering Eversound in this case as a tool to enhance that experience. So tracking that inquiry to tour conversion, and then tour to sale and move-in conversion using Eversound of the prospects who did take advantage of using Eversound. 
how much, how, you know, how well did it enhance the experience to the tune of coming back, moving in, and then continuing that, uh, continuing that experience for them, right? For the residents that use it. Um, and as well as offering for home visits. From a marketing perspective, uh, looking at the differentiator, right? So we're in very competitive time right now in our business, all, a lot of businesses, senior living, more competitive than ever. And we really need to look at how are, do we differentiate the experience for our customers and a tool like Eversound or offering both for residents, but also for prospects is one of the ways I believe uh, we can really promote and show differentiation. Yeah. And I think, you, you know, you kind of summed it up great there, Julie. And I know for the way that we, we approached it with Vitality, you know, we looked at, we basically got Eversound into a, a handful of your communities. We had gave a life enrichment some, and then the sales and, and marketing directors, um, some that they could use on the tours. Um, and what I think it's really just speaks to your guys's forward thinking and like trying to do something like that. Cause you know, what the numbers say is, 80% of people over the age of 85 have some sort of hearing loss, but one in five that could benefit from a hearing aid are using it consistently. And hearing loss is one of those senses that if it's negatively impacting um, a resident, it definitely impacts quality of life, right? And, and it doesn't allow us to connect with people around us uh, to the full extent. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed, too, because the the data was quite telling in the communities that had uh, Eversound versus those that didn't. Uh, but one of the things that I found really interesting, I, I talked to one of those family members who went on a tour, saw Eversound as being the adult child. And she said, Matt, I tried Eversound and it was a prayer answered. Uh, and she went on to tell me how she was able to communicate with her mother uh, we actually, she still uses Eversound today and she was saying how like just cuts the amount of time um, that they need to do things. And it's just been really cool to see that. Um, but I would love as like, you know, we're kind of thinking about this case study and, and like how we actually did. Um, did you have any learnings from your side? I know we, we had, we definitely had some from our side of like how we in the future could make these case studies that much better. Mm -hmm. Well, first I want to give a shout out to Team Vitality. Uh, because one of the many, many, many things I love about being part of Vitality all these years is the innovation and forward thinking. And it's also, it's one, it's one thing to be forward thinking, but it's another to be forward doing, right? So in order to do anything or to do it, in this case, this case study, you need to have willing participants. So like you said, we, uh, decided back a few months ago to test pilot, but we asked for volunteers, people who felt that they, uh, that it may, it may benefit, right. And it may make impact because we know, Matt, there's a lot of opportunity out there for differentiators. There's a lot of great tools and support, a lot of great programs, a lot of great engagement and so on. Uh, but if it's not used, it's not, it's sitting on the shelf figuratively or, or, you know, uh, literally. So that is not step number one, you know, buy-in from all levels. And with so many moving pieces and parts, 
doing anything new or anything additional is definitely an ask. It's an ask. So it's one thing to be excited about it, but it's another to embrace and, and add it to the toolbox, you know, add it to what we're offering and remember, <laughs> remember to um, offer uh, in this case, Eversound. So that's the, you know, a big, big uh, learning, continual learning curve. I'm, I'm pleased that we did that. I would say that that would be something if I were to offer advice or someone were to ask, I'd say definitely. Um, I was, I don't think surprised because usually the more someone leans in, the more they're going to learn and, and grow it with both the successes and also the failures, you know, to, in a way. So gosh, you know, the teams, there was a couple in particular that really bought in that really leaned and collaboration between sales and engagement, which is so critical. And I think makes sense to everyone and with every good intention, you know, we, we all, want to see that and, and try to see that happen. And in the day-to-day -day whirlwind, we may be more on our uh, kind of single paths uh, despite our best intentions. So I think that a couple takeaways were that Eversound, having the tool certainly benefited those that wanted to to use it. It, it is the use case went up the more that the sales director and engagement director both were bought in and collaborated. Yeah, I think it's it's a great point, Julie. And you know, of course, first and foremost, Vitality team gets a huge shout out for for taking part in this. Um, and yeah, I think you know, kind of that buy in from the get go is is super important, and that mm -hmm. ongoing coaching and just making sure people are fully utilizing it. I think. You know, learning opportunity that I had where we where Eversound could have done better in the future in these is just helping with that ongoing coaching and making sure that people feel supported. You know, we definitely tried to offer it at times, but I think we could have been a little bit more forthright in terms of offering that. Um, but it was really cool to see how you guys, you know, you know, varying levels of success, those that really ran with it, had a lot of success, changed the quality of life. But I think you bring up a really good point in that, you know, it's it's a whole community, right? There's different departments within that community, but there's more opportunities for people to be better aligned and help each other to be successful in their roles, whether it's life enrichment, you know, throwing events using Eversound while tours are taking place or just able to speak to that or just having the messaging line up. Um, I think it's just a really cool opportunity for, for people within the community to rally around the same technology, but using it in different ways, which has been really cool to see. And I'm curious, you know, Julie, we, we think about this idea of coaching and I know with Grow Your Occupancy, you know, coaching is like front and center for you all, but I'm curious what you've learned about coaching uh, people within the communities and maybe not so much, you know, this case study specific, but what you've learned along the way and what do you think is required to help set someone up for success? Mm-hmm. Um, the coaching, what I've learned along the way is that, that coaching is critical. It's critical for initial ongoing, continuing success, stabilization, growth at whatever stage of life, professionally speaking, and even personally, but professionally speaking, if 
it's feasible. Everyone needs a coach, especially leaders in sales and, and you know, leadership levels. Uh, it's tough, to be honest, Matt, to necessarily get that buy-in. Uh, I think people can uh, justify or maybe see spending money in other ways before they really will invest, not a male intent, but just a band, you know, a, everybody has a budget, but when, when coaching is consistent, the investment pays off as long as we've got, you know, the, the, the customer, the student buy-in and to your point with this case study, you know, maybe one of your takeaways and you're very supportive was to, you know, enhance coaching in, in what, in whatever way, right. And the doing that, I mean, there's the, there's the success kind of guideposts for, for great coaching. It's got, you got to be in alignment. There's got to be great communication and the more frequent doesn't mean every day. It doesn't mean micromanaging, but that, that frequency of availability of accessibility of, of communication will, you know, continue the, to build trust and then with trust builds communication, builds vulnerability. Uh, I'll use this, this case study for an example, but it's true across the board. I would say 99% of the time is that the information coming back to us as coaches is, uh, incre you know, will, uh, increases our ability to help when the trust is there. So even if that is quote, perceived as negative feedback, like, oh, hey, for instance, uh, Matt, you know what I've had, I've offered this uh, the last 10 tours and they haven't taken me up on it. And can you help me out on this? Or I don't know, I think that people feel uh, awkward using it. Or for me, gosh, you know, I've, I'm trying to recap and you know, people seem to be wanting to, you know, get out of the building, you know, at the end of the tour, or they keep nodding their head externally, but I think internally they're saying no. You know, feedback that's like, hey, can you help me? That is really where we want to get with coaching so that we can I would say solve the problem, but we got to identify what it is first. And there's not just one, but you know, it, what it is in that moment to start continue removing barriers uh, to build, uh, you know, our skill sets and our, our actions. Cause if we don't hear, I always say no news is never good news in sales. Right. So if you aren't hearing, for instance, back from a participant in the case study, it probably wasn't fabulous news. But when you we what we did hear was a lot of positives from those having those positive experiences. So that's what I would kind of summarize um, around around coaching because it's it's all about building people and skill sets and you know people process product. Got to have the processes, got to have the product, but boy oh boy, people are going to make the greatest impact or be the the, the, the biggest, you know, anchor, uh, around growth. Yeah. So many mic drop moments within that, Julie, it's just, uh, you're just such a wealth of knowledge and experience. It's just, uh, amazing to, to see. So I did have a couple of things for you. Uh, first of all, 
well, how much, you know, and I know you're, this isn't what you're fishing for or anything, but I do ad admire everybody uh, on the Eversound team, uh, your culture of giving and, you know, trying this, for instance, this uh, case study, uh, diving in, I know it took a lot of your time, energies and efforts, and there was definite cost to you. Um, you did it without blinking, you're incredibly supportive and um, always looking at how can we do it better? How can we do it better? And leaning in to help the business and helping as many people as you can in the business. Uh, and for, for grow and I mean, you know, me professionally, um, Eversound is offering a scholarship to a lucky recipient uh, for the grow your occupancy sales workshop coming up in November. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I so appreciate that. Um, I would, I would say maybe one of my questions would be uh, in another, you know, a company considering or a group considering a case study, what advice would you give me doing this again or somebody else kind of diving in to make it even more successful than the one that we just completed with Vitality? Yeah. Yeah, great, great thing. And yeah, we're happy to sponsor your upcoming workshop. Seems like an awesome thing. And we are giving a scholarship out to one person uh, to, to take advantage of that. Um, I would say just kind of like feedback to you or to the, the Vitality team, or just like in general to the, to the general industry is, you know, just trying to, I think we did a really good job together, like creating that buy-in from the get-go. But I think this kind of falls back into us of like, how do we continue coaching to what people are hearing and, and trying to give people an idea of what they would expect to hear. And kind of from that, I think we had some general uh, hypotheses going into it that I think some things change. I know some communities, you know, COVID hit them. So that kind of changes a lot of stuff too. But I think it's you know, how do we create the ongoing buy-in? And if something does change within that community or if, you know, you have some turnover, what's the game plan or the play call to really just make sure that community that's taking part in it, um, we can catch them back up to speed as quick as possible. So I would say it's more of, you know, those crazy situations that kind of happen that you can kind of foresee, but you don't think they're going to happen, you know, just kind of expecting the worst. And what is your game plan or what will you do if that's the situation? Um, I also think for the case study, one thing that we learned and what we're going to implement as we go forward is, you know, I think we were more, um, you know, hey, if you need help, book some time with us. Uh, you know, being more reactive into that, what I would say, and this kind of falls into your idea of coaching, right? It's just, you know, from the get-go of doing a pilot with a group, setting the expectations of, hey, we're going to have to have a 20-minute call every other week just to do a quick check-in, understand where things are going, um, what successes you're having, what failures you're having, what questions are you being asked that you don't know, and just really setting that as part of the expectation. Mm -hmm. Because I think if we were able to do that, we probably would have had even a better handle on things and just, you know, getting a better pulse of what was going on within the communities to ultimately set you guys up for success as well. So I think those are some of my learnings coming out of that. Those are great learnings. And I, another one I would say is uh, from this side, 
of it uh, would be to, on that coaching piece, just provide some examples of verbiage of how to, you know, add it to the sales process in regard to offering its use, maybe some specific verbiage or maybe some specific scenarios. People learn by repetition, right, and practice and just even listening or re-listening and listening to those records of, of maybe how to say things or how to position, um, position, you know, selling or presenting, you know, the tool or in this case, Eversound. Um, I do want to make mention, I think you're putting some data together for those who like to dive into that. Uh, we did very carefully uh, look at conversion metrics and while we know that there are multiple factors, right, in uh, that go into a each lot of, of these, uh, yep, a lot of variables. Um, the teams that they used EverSound most um, had increased the conversions most, both inquiry to tour and tour to sale. Um, again, other pieces contribute to that, but there was a, a direct correlation. Uh, another thing I would add to anybody wanting to potentially do this is, or something like it, would be to not burden their team with more data tracking, but perhaps very high level, you know, did 10 tours this week, three of them took advantage of Eversound. Just that's it. They don't have to give long narratives or anything, or maybe even document it somehow in their CRM or offered it five times. No one took me up on it did what, you know, home visits, home visits is a great, another uh, great example. So uh, that, that's would that would be sort of my analysis and advice for myself. I yeah. absolutely want to take this to more clients and anything that we, that benefits. And look, if something doesn't benefit a team, an individual, a prospect, a family, don't do it. Certainly don't do it. 100%. But if it's going to benefit Let's let's offer it. Let's do it and um, add things to those those toolboxes that are making impact. Yeah, I think it's a great point, and I think you know your earlier point of like providing those ongoing scenarios. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and like thinking back early on, we should have set up role playing, right? Where I could have been the person coming in the tour, whether if I was the resident or the adult child, and could have done that on a one on one basis or a group basis. But I think. There's a lot of opportunities there to really just practice some of that, you know, kind of coaching, training, one-on-one stuff, right? Like I've been role-playing since I've been in sales since the very beginning and, and doing some of that stuff and, and being not being afraid to like make those asks because you're ultimately trying to set them up for success, right? And if you can help yeah. them be more successful in their role and in their job, it's just a, it's a win-win for all parties. And I think too, to your, your other thought of, Data tracking, yeah, not asking them to do much different, um, whatever they might be doing right now and what their, you yeah. know, success looks like and, you know, not trying to teach new habits and new tricks, but just being like, hey, if you're able to provide us this data, you can click a box in the CRM when you do that, like, that ultimately, I think will just make that much easier. We've got this upcoming uh, two-day intensive fun session. Do you want to share a little bit more? about what people can expect from that? I would love to, to uh, share, yes. Uh, two days right outside of beautiful Nashville. So come early, stay late, 
do your honky tonkin downtown or uh, you know enjoy uh, this wonderful city so many people visit and move to um november 15th and 16th uh the the cost is is really uh to is is the price is put at a place where we really want to encourage people to come so uh for we're right now kind of pre uh the rate um we'll check the rate uh, but for right now it's 495 um and the hotel we negotiated a very fair rate um your travel would be on your own two days going to be uh, broken out to both internal sales external business development we'll have breakout sessions uh, we'll cover the fundamentals so someone who's new to the space wants a refresh wants to get energized needs to layer you know learning is layered you got to learn you don't jump to the fifth grade without doing first through fourth grade first right so um, in life, you know, we're always layering our learning and we will cover core fundamentals. We'll do role play. We'll do scenarios. They should leave with a marketing plan uh, for certainly the for the rest of this year should be complete. But, you know, into starting 2023, very well planned, energized, uh, you know, with purpose and with all of those things gives us confidence and the not the tangibles are critical for success. What makes the most impact is intangible. So it's how we feel about ourselves, how we approach, how we show up. What is our mindset? What's our determination, our discipline, our organization? You know these these pieces that we um, that we we only make uh, ourselves. The determinations, and um, even though we we make them ourselves. We lean out to for support and help. And how can I get recharged, right? And this is a great way to do it. And the Grow team will be there. So it's not just me. You'll learn from a variety of great uh, professionals. And uh, we do have some fun along the way. Well, Julie, I know if you're involved with anything, there's always going to be a little bit of fun uh, along the way, but it sounds like a, an awesome opportunity that a lot of people will get a lot of value of. And, you know, you're asking at a price point, too, that I think is really fair. And uh, I think we'll just, you know, the value is absolutely there. And yes, we are we are uh, have a scholarship for one person to go. Um, you know, depending on when this launches, it might be a little bit late. We've already got some people applying, which is great, but, uh, it sounds like you guys are doing some awesome stuff and, you know, helping others to continue to grow, not just into, not just individually, but also helping to grow their business as well, which is just, you know, so important. Thank you, Matt, so much. And thanks for bringing your special guest. Look at your magical parenting skills. I think the milk gets the majority of the credit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Great talking with you, Matt. Thank you so much for um, being on my podcast. I'm always thrilled to be a guest on yours and, you know, collaborating with you and thank you for all you do. And, and most uh, importantly, your friendship. Hey. We're friends first, Julie. I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful that we've met and we've come into each other's lives that I can, you know, try to be a parent like you one day because Ava's awesome and uh, just grateful for all that you bring into this world. And uh, thank you so much for joining. Thanks, Matt.